Welcome to another edition of TM3 Impact. My name is Tomas Martinez, and I am super fired up because I have Solar Hing here. He is the publisher of Charlotte Luxury on Magazine. He's the publisher of Charleston Luxury on Magazine and the new CEO for Luxury Home Magazine Corporate Solar. I'm super pumped to have you in San Antonio. Glad you're here, my friend. Super excited to be here. Man, so Solar, we met, let's go back, because we met six years ago, because how long have you had a magazine now? Has it been six, so your we, first magazine? Yeah, we met the very first time in our first conference, which was in 2012, so more oh, than six years ago. Oh, eight years ago, almost nine. Yeah, so Brad and I were just talking about that, actually, so 2012 was the first conference, and okay. I remember meeting you, Christina, and a bunch of the other publishers there. Yeah, so now, okay, so now, so what with that, let's go back because I always like, I love hearing people's stories, Solar. Yeah. So I need to know, I know you were a soccer guy. I know, I want to go back to Solar. Like, what was 15, 16 year old Solar like? Tell me about that guy. So 15, 16 year old me, wow, I was really clueless. Okay. I really, <laughs> so I was had, I? <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, you know what? 15, 16 was really kind of the beginning of when I first discovered soccer. Okay. I probably started playing soccer when I was around 14, 15 years old. Okay. So that's a little later than most it people. It is a little later. Yes. And uh, I honestly didn't get into sports until much later on. What, what was why? What was so the reason? Just my parents didn't know anything about it. Um, you know, we just never really... It was never really part of our lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, because uh, we immigrated here when I was five. Okay. From? From Cambodia. Cambodia, okay. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, from five until I was probably about maybe 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do any sports or physical activity. And the only reason I got into it was one of my teachers asked my dad about putting me into a... Um, uh, a baseball program mm. with one of her sons. Okay. So I started playing baseball and played for several years, really loved it. Um, and it was really the only sport I knew. Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I loved it. And so I played it for a while until, um, what, like the ninth grade? Okay. Yeah. And I discovered That's soccer. That's 14, 15. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Discovered soccer. And I uh, started playing it and just never looked back. And you loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Loved immediately. Yeah. Couldn't wait to play it. Played it every day and played it up until 2012. Oh, dang. When I tore my ACL. You were doing rec leagues. I was doing like adult leagues oh competitively. Yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I was playing competitively up until, you know, like rec leagues and, you know, uh, yeah, 2009, 10 time frame wow yeah so uh it was fun that's cool now i i so i didn't know about you were five years old when you first moved here i didn't know that yeah. story yeah. so tell me do you remember that at five because you know people have memories sharp memories of do you remember that and starting school for the first time that's a, that's a great question and honestly like the only thing i remember at five years old like getting into this country yeah was getting off the airplane and i've told like my parents this and i've told jessica this too yeah the only memory I have is carrying a Pan Am bag. Okay. Because that's what we flew on. And walking through the jetway getting off the airplane. Hmm. That's, that's my earliest memory. Yeah. That I can think of going, 
going back. And then, so then you start school right away? I mean, because you were five, so you probably yeah. started at first grade then. So we, I, I started kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, so the the people that helped sponsor us into yeah. the, into Charlotte, yeah. um, got us connected with the school system and yeah. and basically just hooked us up and got me started in kindergarten. I remember yeah. vaguely the school that I went to. Yeah. And the only thing I remember about it is the little nap areas. Yeah. And I remember this big giant oak tree like out in the uh, the play yard area. Where ev- where all the kids would basically kind of go out and play. Yeah, that that's really the only memory I had of kindergarten because yeah. I was only there for that year at that school. Okay, and then I transferred to another school for first grade through fifth grade. Okay, yeah. okay. Was that transition hard? Do you remember it being hard? Do you no, remember it being it, easy? It like, wasn't. It was fine. It just yeah. you know I just knew I had to do it. So uh, yeah, brothers and sisters. Wait, let me ask. Do you have bro- did you have brothers and sisters that were doing this too? I, I do. I have one younger brother. Oh okay. Yeah, and okay. he's uh, let's see, he's three years younger than okay, me. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, so we kind of went through it together. Um, yeah. You know, it it was definitely challenging, right? Because I didn't speak the language, obviously, then. Right. Um, but you know, we, uh, we were in an ESL program. Yeah. Right. And then, um, you know, picked up English fairly quickly, right? Yeah. Two or three years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really it. I transitioned, uh, to a different school from first to fifth and then another school, sixth grade, and then another school for junior high. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool, man. It was, it was amazing. So my dad, his story, uh, I had him on the podcast in the very beginning and, and my dad was uh, eight years old when he moved from Puerto Rico yeah. and he moved to New York. And he had on a suit, and they flew to New York in the winter. Wow. Yeah. So he got off that plane after being in Puerto Rico his whole life and landed in the middle of winter in New York. What did he think? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is all this stuff on the ground? You know, like he'd never seen snow, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but those are I, I, those stories, hearing those stories from my dad and having those experiences always, you know, it always it's cracks really me cool. up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now we fast forward, you graduate high school, you start figuring out what you want to do. What was the first job as you start figuring out your career? What, what did you get into? Yeah, so honestly, uh, let's see, I went to school. I thought I was going to do um, engineering, right? And mm-hmm. I really thought I was going to design cars. That's right, you're a car guy. I'm a car guy. I'm yeah. a huge car guy. Yeah. And, and honestly, like from... I remember as far back as like the second grade, first or second grade, having an argument with friends in the play yard about which car was faster. Okay. And this is the time when like Lamborghinis were huge, right? Yeah. Like they had the Countach and all these other models out there. And so I've always been in the cars and I always thought, you know, one day I'm going to do something related to this, right? Yeah. And I went to school, I studied engineering, didn't realize that that was really the path I needed to take to design cars. Yeah. Um, but I didn't end up doing the right engineering. I, uh, I studied chemical engineering. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, and then I thought I was going to do something in the medical field. So I was just really unsure, right? Yeah. But the problem was I just didn't have direction as to what I needed to do to get to being able to design cars is really what it was. Mm. So I left school and I did some, you know, various jobs. I worked at, you know, um, retail. I worked in uh, mortgage, um, worked in banking. So mm-hmm. I just kind of made my way through it. And just um, I was also really into technology. Mm-hmm. So um, I think my love for cars, technology kind of all came together. And then, you know, for me, um, you know, what I'm doing now 
is is vastly different than how I pictured where my life would end up, right? Right, yeah, for and sure. It's just, it's just so surprising because, like, y- y- I know they they say, like, when you go to college, most people really don't know what they're really going to do. Right. And um, I just really should have stuck with really what I what I loved, which was cars. Yeah. But I didn't, and that's okay. And that's you okay. never know where you end up, right? Right, right. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's really great. I mean, the big thing is really, you know, we came from – nothing right coming to this country with really nothing yeah. and my parents worked hard to kind of get us to where we are get a good education and for me like i'm just proud that that we've been able to accomplish what we've accomplished as a family and now for me like this is giving me an opportunity to be able to help my family and help my parents um they're retired now and just be able to do things that they didn't never have a ch- had a chance to do before yeah um and to me that that that's really one of the most important things no for real yeah. right like that's uh, i love i love that solar i love that what do you remember what got you into cars was it somebody was it a poster like what how did that even click for you it was uh it was a poster it was a poster yeah i saw a poster of a lamborghini on yeah. a friend's wall yeah and I thought that was, that's, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, right? It's incredible. <laughs> and at that instant, I knew like, wow, this is, this is something different, you know? Yeah. And uh, I've, I've been into cars ever since. I yeah. Mean, they, I would say probably the two things I keep up with throughout most of my life is what's going on in the car industry. Yeah. And what's going on in technology. Yeah. I, I've always kept up with that. That's cool. And so it's, yeah, it's still something that I'm really uh, excited and, um, you know, just passionate about just like in my, my spare time. You know? Well, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a great hobby to have to see what's going on and to know uh, because it always keeps you curious. It keeps you learning. So that's uh, I love that. Yeah. Um, talk about how you how did you find Luxury Home Magazine? Because, I, you know, I always share my story, but I'm curious, what was your story on how you even got to the point where you found that you could be a publisher and own a magazine? It, uh, you know, that's a good story, right? So uh, Jessica and I decided to take a trip out west. It was okay. a, a, a vacation trip. Um, this was a few years before our first um, Andrew was born. Okay. So we went out to California and we drove down the coast. So we basically flew into like the L.A. area, spent some time there, drove a little south, spent some time and just all the way down. So along the way, we ended up picking up a um, one of those uh, luxury uh, real estate publications. I think it was put out by Prudential. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking it, about. And yep. it showcased like their their luxury listings on the coast. Right. Yep. It was incredible. Beautiful homes. And we've always been into real estate. Yeah. So both Jessica and I really love the real estate world. I mean, we would go to open houses just to kind of look at houses just for mm-hmm. fun and just really, I mean, she studied architecture for a little while um, and I've done drafting and things uh, back in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really something that we both really loved. Yeah. And we picked up this magazine and when we came home, we kind of just forgot about it, right? Because it sat in our luggage for mm-hmm. a while. And then... I want to say it might have been a year later. We what year like, was that, by the way, that trip? I think it was, was probably it? 2010. Okay. All right. Uh, yep. Maybe early 2011. Okay. Um, but but then we thought about, okay, well, in real estate, like, why isn't there something, we kind of remember the magazine, why isn't there something kind of like what we saw with that publication out mm-hmm. here in Charlotte? So Jessica went and she dug up the magazine and she found it and we looked through it. Mm-hmm. 
and we just had this epiphany. Now, her and I are kind of on the same mindset. We're both pretty entrepreneurial, right? Yeah. And so we always dreamed that we would never work for somebody mm. for the rest of our lives. We would do something like on our own at some point. Yeah. And this kind of started that journey for us, right? Yeah. This is the opportunity for us to do something that we both are passionate about. Mm. And it was something on our own. So she started Googling um, publications just to kind of see. Really? And one of the things that came up, one of the first things was Luxury Home Magazine. Yeah. And she reached out to Brad yeah. and connected with Brad. And not that long after, Brad responded. Yeah. And uh, we had several phone calls. You started we, dating. We started, started dating. dating. <laughs> That's one of the things that stands out to me the most uh, yep. is that one of the first phone calls with Brad. Brad goes, listen, yeah. I have to date you for a while. Yep. I've got to see if this is a good fit for us both. Yep. And we did, like, right <laughs> over a period of months, we dated, quote unquote, dated. And um, it was it was a good fit. And it was yeah. it was a good opportunity and just the right timing for us. Yeah. And the fact that we discovered Luxury Hill Magazine and, and Brad and Kathy, I mean, it was amazing. It all kind of lined up. Yeah. And and that's basically the beginning of how we kind of got the ball rolling, you know? Who who was the were, were you the driving force that said we got to do this or was it your wife? I'm curious. Um, I think it was a little bit of both of us, but it was definitely Jessica. She okay. took the initiative to go out there and find out like what what exists out there right. now, and like how do we get started? And she reached yeah. out to Brad, and that kind of got the ball rolling. So right. I would say the person that was the catalyst for that is probably Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to, you know, who you marry matters. That's right. Right? That's right. An amazing wife. Awesome uh, wife. I feel the same way. My wife was a driving force. She really, she saw the need, and she knew that we could feel, uh, feel that need. You yep. know what I mean? So she saw that right away, and uh, she really wanted to reach out and make this thing happen. And then what it started to happen is I started to catch the dream because I was teaching in a consulting at the time. Yeah. You know, I was an educational consultant. So for me, it was just, it was very foreign to think work for yourself, right. own a business, sell like that's, that was, so it was a lot foreign to me, it's you know? Yeah. So when you finally decide that you're going to pull the trigger which, where was that? What time frame? So when we decided, now this was during the time when we were talking with Brad, this was early 2012. Okay. Yeah. Right. So everything progressed fairly quickly. Well, I'd say fairly quickly, but it's over a six, eight month span, right? Yeah. We got everything ready. Um, both Jessica and I were working in banking at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, she was with uh, a, a middle tier bank like in Charlotte. I was with a bigger bank in, in Charlotte at the time. And I was working in technology. And at the time, I would have to be on these... Um, these software release calls, right? Oh, yeah. Which, like, took us, like, all throughout the weekend. I would basically, like, spend my weekend at the bank, like, yeah. doing these these calls, these releases. And I just, like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I want to get into something that I really enjoyed. So I left my job. The plan was for me to leave my job first. Okay. I left my job in December of that year. Of uh, 2012? 2012. Okay. So, and you and I met in October. In October. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I was still working there. Yeah. And um, the plan was for me to do all the sales and everything, and mm -hmm. and she would help support everything else in the background. Mm -hmm. We got everything prepped, and we started the sales process in January of 2012. 
Got it. Okay. And 13 we, or 12? Uh, I'm sorry, 13. 13, 13. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah. And then um, put out our first issue in April. Do you remember your first issue? I do. <laughs> I do. Did you get it delivered to your house too? I got it delivered to my house. <laughs> and um, I was so excited when we got it. Like, uh, And you know the thing that stood out to me the most was when Brad at the – at your mm -hmm. 10th anniversary last night yep. telling the story of you sitting yep. down and I mean that that to me is like touching right yeah. it's, it's awesome I, I remember that oh yeah um, but when I got it we were just so super excited and we were exhausted we felt like we worked hard to get to that yeah. point and I remember sitting down on the stairs of our house mm -hmm. leading up to upstairs and just thinking wow I can't believe like this is the reality of what we've accomplished like yeah. over these over this last year you know serious um and we were just we were both just so excited and emotional mm -hmm. about it and it was just it was awesome um andrew was born then so in 2013 in 2012 yeah. 2012 yeah. that's great so he yeah. was born in 2012 so we mm -hmm. had him um and it was just excited to have and, and we have a picture of him holding the magazine with me sitting oh, on the stairs it was it, it, it was cool. an amazing feeling yeah awesome that's cool so now you fast forward eight years in the game you know, you started uh, uh, Charleston in what year? We started Charleston, I think, two years after two that. Two years later? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, very similar to what we did in, with, yeah. uh, with Austin. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were very close in timelines, yep. like, uh, um, with you, with San Antonio and Austin. Yeah. And so, and we looked up to you. I remember, like, meeting you guys in San Ant in, in uh, the conference in yeah. California. Yeah. And uh, we were just really impressed with everybody. But you guys really stuck out with your ideas and your energy and the passion. Like, we could just we could see it we could feel it yeah you know? thank so you man well inspiring. look man dude i like i said who you marry matters it does. i got an amazing uh wife i'll kick my coverage okay <laughs> uh and in, in all seriousness like right like at the end of the day like if you've got a really good partner especially when you're trying to run a business yeah you, you you can do things way beyond what you thought you could Absolutely. do. Absolutely. So like last night, the reason why you're here, we had our 10th anniversary. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're celebrating. We got all our clients here. We got people there. And just to sit there, and I remember, remember, the, remember Christina's slogan, you know, luxury has arrived. We invite you to experience it. Incredible. That was on every gift. <laughs> Incredible. And I remember it. Like when you said it, I remember seeing that. Oh, and man. I got goosebumps just thinking oh, about that. It all came flashing back for me too like i remember seeing like your first event video yeah i remember yes. seeing the incredible like food display mm -hmm. um shout out to chef terry at the grill that's there you right go. yeah so it, it was really incredible and the the gifts yeah right great idea so yeah. i think we might have been maybe the first market to kind of start yep. that after you guys yep. came up with that idea yeah i yeah. think everybody was a little it's 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 a little scary it's it's daunting right yeah. to think about it but Man, just you you see the energy like last night, the energy that comes from it um, is pretty like you can feel it. It's momentum. It is. It's like serious momentum. Yeah. And you, you know what? Like you could feel that the people there really appreciated what you did and what you've done for the market. Right. Because it's been a game changer. Right. In pretty much every market that we've been in. And you could you could feel um, the, the relationships that you've built 
the the trust and the love that people had for you at the event. I mean, it it was really an incredible event. Yeah, and I'm I'm really so excited just to be a part of it. So. Yeah, I'm glad you were here. I, I got to give a shout out to Crystal. Uh, you didn't get to meet her last night. Uh, uh, Crystal was a. I mean, she ran point on getting like everything you saw there. Yeah. Crystal ran point in making it happen. Phenomenal. Down from the alcohol, alcohol to the, all the wine to the. The, the neon sign, the walls, all of that, she was incredible. So, Crystal, way to go. Great job. Yeah. I know you wanted to be there, uh, but she wasn't feeling well. And I said, look, it's better for you to be better, get better, yeah. so you can make us better, continue to make us better. So we wanted her to, 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 to be, uh, you know, be well. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about. So now, you know, I, I think back, right, to when I started – you know, Austin and, and I, and a, as a, you're a business owner, right? We're business owners. At the end of the day, yep. you know, we're publishers, but we're business owners. So I'm, I always, I always like to ask a business owner, like for you, what do you think is the, and you can't boil it down to one thing, but, but for you, what do you think has been able to help you be successful in your uh, market and in Charleston and in, uh, in Charlotte, what has helped you as a business owner be successful? You know what? I think for us, it's the drive really to be like the best, right? Because there are other publications and there are other businesses out there that we compete with on a daily basis, right? And I think for us, and, and this has kind of been our philosophy really for, with anything that we do, it's to really do the absolute best job that we can in whatever it is we're doing, right? Whether we're working at uh, a grocery store or a restaurant or a bank or like our own business. It's to really give it our all and be sure that we take care of our customers and our clients as if they were family, right? Mm -hmm. We want them to have like the best experience with us so that when they work with us, they realize that this is the 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 the, the best that they're going to get with with this type of relationship. And we want people to remember the experience that they have with us. And and for me, that's really one of the driving factors um, of success is building on those relationships mm. and and just knowing that they trust us mm. with an integral part of their business. Right? right. And we carry that. We don't carry that lightly. And we want to make sure that we're successful for them, because mm. at the end of the day, if you're not successful and you don't do some of those things that are important to them, then you know, what do you have at the end of it, right? Yeah. Because they can go somewhere else and, and accomplish, you know, some similar things, right, and advertise, right? So yeah. for us, it's really just giving them that next level experience and having, like, just that incredible relationship to keep the the, 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 the business moving forward. No, seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I remember Brad, you know, preaching from day one. It's relationships, 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 yeah. you know, and, and we're solution providers. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and Brad nailed that into my head. It's like, OK, how do we, you know, provide the best solution? Yeah. You know, he's nailed that into a lot of people's heads, which and, is and, good. And, and it is good because you know what? That is the key, because it if is. you weren't building those relationships and you weren't doing things for your clients that they um, otherwise would be getting somewhere else or mm. somebody else is doing a better job at taking care of your clients then you're not going to have clients. You're not going to have them. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. So, so obviously as the hat, if we switch hats, right, we, 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 we have obviously father, right? You know, yeah. you've got three amazing little ones, three right? Boys, three yeah. boys. 
and uh, you are you have the father hat, you have the publisher hat, and then you have the CEO of this network of luxury publications. Yeah, that's. A I mean, hat. which is it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so tell me so, seriously, like Sola, like what would you say to people that are listening to this and they're in a market? that doesn't have luxury home magazine. Hello, wake up, right? Like if they're in a you. market, what would you say to them to say, hey, you, if, I, if I could just get in your ear, if you really want to understand, let me just tell you this. I think the one thing I would say is that, you know, luxury home magazine for us, it is a goal to continue to build on the brand and build on the business that Brad and Kathy have helped mm -hmm. to establish, right? I think those are really hard shoes to fill. Um, they're incredible people. Brad's mm -hmm. a huge personality. Um, you know, he's been an instrumental part in, you know, my professional growth as well, right? Yeah, as well as yours, sure. right? Big mentor. Uh, big mentor, yep. yeah. And um, I think, you know, I want to make sure that we do continue to do the right things for the business for a group of publishers and make sure that we help make the publishers and the luxury home magazine brand successful. So I think for the other markets that would be interested in joining the group, you know, my message to them is really you're joining a really good group of mm -hmm. people, like yep. joining a really close knit family. Yep. Right. And we are a powerful brand that I think will be successful in any market that we enter with the right people. Yeah, right? that's so true. And you're yeah. joining, I think, a great opportunity into a great family of, of publishers. Yeah. So that's that's really what I would say to that. Yeah, I love that. It's it's true. Um, I, I think that especially if you follow the strategic pattern that, you know, that, that, that Brad has helped us ingrain in us and you follow that pattern. I remember training, uh, I remember training with Brad and Emil and I remember sitting in that room. It was Brad, Christina, Emil yeah. and them going through the steps. And I remember going, how does anybody do this? This it's is a, a lot. This is a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But you know what? I think about that. I remember the drop sheet, you know, like, so, cause yes. You know, we put this sheet in the magazine and we deliver it to realtors yep. and the realtors get this and 90 percent of them probably throw it away. But that drop sheet has evolved. It has. It's so much evolved. But but that one sheet, I can't tell you how many times that one sheet has made a difference in us getting in an office. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And not only getting in an office, but portraying a message where people give us a call from it. Right. But I just thought, how do you how do you send out six hundred drop sheets? You know, it's a <laughs> lot, and 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, that's one key powerful piece to what we do. Um, but we have so many other aspects to what we do as well, right? Right. And equally important, if not more so important. But I will say this: it is hard work, right? You know, you've started a market. I know I've started a market, right? Yeah. It's a lot of work. It yeah. really is. But the work that you put into it, and you may agree, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, but yeah. it's on the other side of it. It's so, um, it's such an immense feeling of accomplishment after you've launched that market. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a different, it's a, it's a different feeling, right? And, I, I think the hard work that you put into it equals the um, uh, 
uh, you know, the the benefits and the rewards that you get out of it after yeah. you accomplish what you set out to accomplish. Serious. And it's and it's amazing. Yeah. And I haven't looked back, but to me, I thank Brad as much as possible because I feel like, you know, this is an opportunity that was, um, you know, given to us. And it's an amazing opportunity to be a part of the Luxury Home Magazine family. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I, I can't be more proud of what we've been able to accomplish together and, yeah. and kind of where we're at today. So it's it, it's just an amazing feeling. No, I mean, seriously. I Well, I look at, I mean, even my office, right? We got our new our new podcast studio here, right? Love we, it. We, uh, from my wife and I, it's it this that hard work has paid off and what was evident last night is that you know uh, luxury has arrived we invite you to experience it yeah when i said that and i looked at that crowd uh, at that our 10th anniversary event last night it was like wow it just came like like that it was like 10 years went by quick, but it was like the reality of what we put out into the universe was happening right in front of you. Came into fruition. Yeah. I mean, how nutty is that? You know, it's crazy. I just get goosebumps thinking about it. But it's like you said earlier, it's doing what we know we need to do, being consistent and persistent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Being consistent and persistent. There's I mean, there's amazing things that can happen in the process. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So to wrap this up, so Laura, I, I would say uh, my question to you would be is like, what is like, what is it that keeps you focused? What is it that keeps you consistent and persistent? I think the big thing that keeps me focused really is my obligation to my family um, and not just like my family, family with Jessica and, and, and our boys, but my family of publishers too, right? Like, to me, that's a tremendous weight to carry and, and know that we've got to continue to develop and grow and innovate and make this even better moving forward, right? Because we're not a company that we want to be complacent in what we're doing, right? We want to continuously evolve and get better, and we want to make sure that um, we help our group of publishers and our, our whole entire brand evolve and get better. Yeah. And so... I feel like to me, that's a tremendous weight. And that's really what drives me is to make sure that we're successful for everybody because I don't want this to, um, you know, I don't want this to fail. No, for sure. Right? I yeah. want, I want this to be successful like forever. Yeah. And it's a lot of work, you know, for us to kind of think about, you know, the next steps with family, with the magazine, with, you know, the corporate things. Yeah. Um, so there's always a lot to think about, but I think what drives me really is just making sure that we continue to do the right things for everybody, for our, our LHM family yeah. and, you know, for, for my family. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, listen, you have three boys, Andrew, Ben, and Matthew. Yes. They're going to see this on YouTube. You're going to be on YouTube. They're going to love it. You know why? Uh, yeah. They just got into YouTube. Okay. They want to have their own channel, too. Listen. So I'm going to show them this. Listen, you got to show it to them. So you're going to get a chance to talk to them right now. What would you tell your three boys right now? If you could share a message, you're like, Daddy's on YouTube. What are you going to tell them? Matthew, Ben, Andrew, you could be sitting in that chair one day, be putting out some great content, 
but for them, it's probably video games related. That's okay. Or but you know what? This is it. This is the start. If Daddy can do it, you guys can do it. One hundred percent, Solar dude. I'm so glad you came to San Antonio. Thank you for being on TM3 Impact, my man. Tomas, we'll see thank you, you soon. Very good. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Appreciate man. it. We'll see you.